The Senior Bowl kicks off today. Which players should you be watching in practice for the Dallas Cowboys? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. We've got a fantastic guest for you guys lined up. It's Chad Ryder of NFL.com. Check him out on Twitter at Chad Ryder. Chad, or Chad underscore Ryder. Make sure I get that right. Chad, yeah, how you doing today, sir? Hey, good, good. Uh, thanks for having me on. So we've got the, the Reese's Senior Bowl kicks off on Tuesday. We were just talking about the practice schedules when the first practices happen, which pretty soon. Uh, but today, Chad, we're just going to do like a quick overview because I think a lot of our listeners probably haven't started watching draft stuff yet. Maybe it's right. because of the way the Cowboys season ended. But uh, I want to go through a couple of positions that the Cowboys are clearly going to need this offseason. You tell me some yep. of the best players available at the Senior Bowl. So let's start at wide receiver. Obviously a big uh, position for the Cowboys. Who are you keeping an eye on this week? Well, I think if they're going to use a pick – in the first round, for example, I think the guy they're most likely to take would be Rasheed Rice out of SMU. Um, really outstanding player. You know, he was targeted 170 times this year at SMU, which is ridiculous. Um, he was their offense for a lot of it, and, and he's a really outstanding player. Um, you know, it's going to be depending on how he works out and stuff like that in terms of whether he really has elite speed or whether it's good speed, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it'll probably be closer to the second. So he's a fringe first round guy, but, you know, look, he's tall. He has quick feet out. He can make a transition after making the catch, a short catch, turn into a long gain, a strider downfield. And, and I think he would be, you know, you keep CD maybe more in the slot. Like he, like he split time between the slot and outside last year. You can use Rice outside, let Lamb work in the slot a little bit. That would be a great combination. I watched Rasheed Rice uh, a couple weeks ago, and I said it kind of has some CD Lamb to his game. Like he's mm-hmm. got a similar build. Uh, he can play in the slot, can play on the outside. He also can uh, make some plays after the catch. What? what what about him makes him not a first-round pick? You mentioned the speed. I think he's going to run a very similar 40 to, to what CD Ram ran, yeah. which was like a 4 5 two at yeah. like 190 pounds. What other knocks to this game do you see? Um, you know, he has some lapses in concentration like a lot of like a lot of young receivers do, and that won't necessarily keep him out of the first round. But that if, if he, you know, really when you're talking about prospects, a guy who's picked at 25 is no different in value than a guy who's picked at 35. It's just a matter of how he fits schemes, what a position need may be the demand for a certain position. And the thing about receiver this year is there's not as many guys going to be going early as there was last year. So that might actually make guys like rice, like Zay flowers from Boston college who's at the shrine bowl. It's going to be on Thursday night on NFL network. Some of those guys may actually get pushed up a little bit. Because there's not as many elite guys in in that second round this year, so 
Um, that that if he dropped in the second round, though, it'll probably be speed and maybe some you know lapses. But you know, you look, he has ten drops this year, but he was targeted 170 times. So you know, you have to kind of look at the the whole picture. Like Jordan Addison had 11 drops in 2021 at Pittsburgh, and he won the Blitnikoff Award. So you know that that's not that big of a deal. Teams can overlook that. His skill set is is first round worthy, though. Uh, let's talk about another receiver. What do you think about? Uh, Iowa State's Xavier Hutchinson. I actually turned on the tape on him on Sunday morning and got to see him a little bit. A bigger receiver, which we're yep. used to seeing at Iowa State a little bit. Uh, but what do you think about Hutchinson going into the week? Yeah, I like him as a day two guy, uh, maybe late day two, depending on how he runs. He's not the fastest receiver, nope. but he's a big body guy. He's sort of a Gabriel Davis kind of guy, but he's got better hands is the way I would describe him. Like a, He can be a downfield threat. Uh, but strong hands and, and he's actually used on quick screens and stuff at like six three two ten. So, uh, you know, he's got a little bit. So I think he's a day two guy, depending on, again, on what the demand for receivers would be at the end of round two, early round three, stuff like that. But he's really, he's one of the guys I identified to look at it on day two at receiver um, as, as well as Charlie Jones from Purdue mm-hmm. um, really outstanding year this year. He's a slot guy, but he can, run that uh, slot fade. He can get downfield on guys too. Really reliable receiver who barely, you know, wasn't used at Iowa at all, even though their offense is terrible. Then he goes to Purdue and all of a sudden, you know, he's the leading uh, receiver in the NCAA. It's, it's, it's kind of funny how that works out, but he's got the return skills that a lot of teams would like as well. So he's another guy that I'd identified, um, you know, with Hutchinson as kind of that, that next year. Yeah, so we mentioned Rice from SMU. We mentioned Hutchinson from Iowa State. Both are on the same team. Actually, they're both on the American team, so you get to kind of watch those guys go back and forth. I've got one more receiver from from that team that I want to ask you about. I, a lot of Cowboy fans want some speed and some quickness yeah. to this offense this year. There's a receiver in uh, on this American team, uh, Nathaniel from Princeton. Tank, well, I'd say Nathaniel oh. Tank Dell Houston. All right. What do you think? Now, small. Let's just yeah. like we're talking like two two Atwell small. But what yeah. do you think about Tank Dell as an option uh, sometime day two, day three? Yeah, I would say day three. Uh, I think you know to me he's he's tough though for his size yeah. uh, and again re- return skills. I don't think two two Atwell was should have been picked as early as he was, um, and I think. Dell will probably go late third, somewhere in the fourth, somewhere in there, because a team will like his, his, his toughness and his return skills. I, I think he's really, you know, he might be 5'8", but um, he, he'll take a hit. He'll bounce right back up. He will stiff arm guys. He's he's a tough little guy. So How much, I, what is he going to weigh in at, at the senior bowl? Oh, gosh. I don't know. If he comes in over 170, that's a win. I'm just, I'm worried that like a strong breeze is going to blow him away. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, guys, some guys that are 170, uh, how much did we make? Well, I didn't, but how much did a lot of people make out of Devontae Smith's weight when he came out? And, and I'm like, dude, he doesn't play that weight. He plays much stronger than that. So I'm not worried about that with what they call him tank for a reason. Okay. Even though Dell got that nickname when he was very young he he he's a tank. He, he he's tough to tough to bring down. So I would say a, a round four um, kind of guy. I thought you were going to mention Yosevas, Andre Yosevas mm. from from Princeton, who's a track guy, and he could get that Christian Watson kind of day two bump from the Senior Bowl. So that's a guy that could easily be on the Cowboys' radar in day two if he's more than a straight. He's got to show a little. He, 
he could be a lot of straight line speed, but if he shows some foot quickness after the catch, yeah. it's hard to tell on Ivy League film, right? But he, he's another guy in Mobile that that might pique the Cowboys friend's interest. Probably not a first-round receiver out of this group. If there is one, you're talking about like very, very late round one. But yeah. a lot of guys, day two, day three, that can come in, fill some roles. And I think that's kind of what the Cowboys are looking for with see Lamb having a big year, hoping Michael Gallup takes a big step next year. Uh, coming back from an injury. So keep an eye on Hutchinson. Jalen Tolbert. I yeah, mean, he's... We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Right. Uh, all right. I want to talk about some of the cornerbacks uh, mm-hmm. that we're going to see at the Senior Bowl, uh, Chad. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Blue Nile. Valentine's Day is coming up, which means romance is in the air more than usual. I don't need to tell you guys this. You guys all know it's coming up. I'm sure all you, everybody has their date plans on their calendar all ready to go. But if you haven't found the perfect Valentine's Day gift yet, you should check out BlueNile.com. At BlueNile.com, you can find the perfect piece of jewelry for life's special moment or even create the custom engagement ring of her dreams. Their simple online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help handcraft the perfect piece to your specifications. Blue Nile provides expert uh, guidance, in-depth educational materials, and unique online tools that place you in control so you can forget the usual hassles of the jewelry shopping process and focus on the romance. Blue Nile's diamond price guarantee allows you to compare a competitor's diamond against one of their own or one of theirs. Blue Nile will then even match or sometimes even beat their price Every order is insured, and it arrives quickly in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shipping is free, and so are the returns. Right now, you can save up to 50% at BlueNile.com. That is BlueNile.com for up to 50% off, BlueNile.com. We also want to let you know that Lockdown is heading to the Senior Bowl. Get inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's uh, next generation at college and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing on. All in one location. One location, excuse me. Subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft for nightly shows from the Senior Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, Chad. Let's talk about the cornerbacks. Um, we got a little bit of a hit with Devin Witherspoon backing out at the last moment, but yeah. who are the corners to keep an eye on here? Well, I think again, this is not a really a first round group this year, and it's interesting. I I looked up. I was curious how often the Cowboys actually took somebody from the senior bowl in the first or second round in recent years. They haven't done a senior bowler in the first round since Zach Martin. Mm -hmm. And before that it was Anthony Spencer in 2007. So not, not a lot. And the good news is though, day two is where they take a lot of senior bowl guys. Like Sam Williams. Second round. It's interesting in the second and more to the third, but in the second round, Sam Williams was the first, senior bowler since Julius Jones in 2004. So like third round and fourth round is really where you're, you know, they're really going to focus on that just because of the underclassmen. It's interesting. But anyway, I say that because this cornerback group, that's what you're looking at for the most part. You're looking at Tyreek Stevenson out of uh, Miami. I'm really interested to see what he's going to weigh. He's always come in at like 5'11", 215 or something like that. He's like a brick. Um, So he's a guy that, Maybe he's getting some first-round consideration. I consider him more of a, a day-two guy, uh, but that would be one potential higher pick. 
uh, Q Blue Kelly, Q Blue Kelly from Stanford, I thought was going to have a great year. He struggled during the middle of the year in his coverage. He wasn't getting a good jam. He's got the physical tools. He's a smart player, but it wasn't happening for him this year. So if he can get that technique tightened up a little bit, get in the right system, he's a guy that's going to go in day two or, th- or you know, excuse me, round two or three, and he could turn out to be a really good NFL defender. Another guy that we've talked about a little bit, Darius Rush from yes, South Carolina, right? Long, uh, physical, uh, competitive. I love that from him. He's one of these guys that I think could sneak into day two, late into day two that could be on their radar. South Makai- Carolina, the Cowboys are very familiar yeah. with South Carolina. They took Israel Makamu uh, a couple of years ago. They yeah. were going to draft J.C. Horn at number 10 in right. the 2021 class. So. The very good cornerback school. I know we talk about this all the time. You can't scout the helmets, right. but there are certain programs where like the Cowboys just trust defensive backs coming out of South Carolina. And you can see why. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it happens. It happens. Uh, Makai Blackman out of USC, not a very big corner in terms like kind of a slight corner, but all he does is break up everything that gets thrown at him. So he got a late invite to the senior bowl, Anthony Johnson from Virginia, tall, long guy, third, fourth round. So there's a lot of guys in the middle of the draft that at corner that Dallas could look at um, if they're kicked out and if they're not able to meet those needs, you know, early on. I've got another corner that I want to ask you about. Uh, If you are a fan of the show, last chance, you Rajon Wright is somebody that you might be familiar with. He was, he played at Laney college. You also might be familiar with him because he's the brother of Nation Wright, who right. the Cowboys took in the third round in the 2021 draft. So uh, I I don't think Rajon Wright is a first-round pick by any means. I don't even think he's a second-round pick. But how would you compare him to, to Nation Wright? Yeah, I mean, I think they're similar. I, I don't know that – I'll be very I, – I don't know that Rajon's quite the athlete that Nation is at that size, um, but – you know, we're going to find that out at the combine, but he would have to show that. I would say he's, you know, that borderline third rounder, just like, just like his brother. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I, where I have him stacked right now. It, and you know, the Cowboys love length at corner. Yeah. He's going to have it. We haven't seen everybody's official measurements yet from the senior bowl, but he's one of these long athletic right. corners yeah. uh, that Dallas is kind of covet. So yep. Also know they've had a little bit of contact with Rajon so far, so keep an eye on him. Uh, yeah. Any safeties we just want to mention really quick before we move on to a different position? Uh, you know, I didn't really uh, pack up my safety list here, but you is know, it, uh, Christopher Smith from Georgia is there. Uh, he's it. probably one of the top safeties, right? Yes, that's correct. He, you know, he's not going to be the biggest safety ever, but he is very talented. He's a big play guy. Any big game they've had. He gets an interception. He picks up a fumble, like in the national title game, gets a fumble recovery. He's right there to get it. Um, you know, pass breakups. He does a little bit of everything. You've got uh, – it's interesting. So an underclassman uh, in Ronnie Hickman out of Ohio State is going to be at the Senior Bowl. And uh, that's a great move for him because I think he can really get himself into that first-round conversation because he can do a little bit of everything, and he's a tough-minded guy. He comes downhill. I really like him. I think he could pop into the first round with a really good week. J.L. Skinner from Boise State's a guy I've been yes. watching for a few years now. Big physical, big hitter. Uh, you know, maybe not the most – sort of a J. Ron Curse kind of guy, but maybe just a little bit more athleticism, a little bit more of a true safety. Not He doesn't have to play in the box even though he's a bigger guy. So he's going to be another guy that's going to be um, climbing up. And, 
And a couple other third rounders, Daniel Scott from California. A lot of people don't talk about him, but he's a really solid, reliable tackler in the open field. Really like that guy. And then Sidney Brown, Chase Brown, the Brown brothers from Illinois. Sidney's a safety who's going to get maybe a same bump that Kirby Joseph had at the senior mm-hmm. bowl last year. Ends up a third round pick. And then Chase, excellent running back again in that third four fourth round area so Dallas may be looking at some running backs too so you never know could could be a couple of Brown brothers in Dallas <laughs> not to running backs I uh, we're not going to talk about running backs on this podcast today we're going to be talking about some defensive tackles though because that yeah. is the position the Cowboys need the Cowboys really struggled at defensive tackle this year uh Neville Gallimore has not worked out um Jonathan Hankins is a free agent. Carlos Watkins is a free agent. They released Tristan Hill kind of midway through the season. So when we get back, I want to ask Chad about some of the top defensive tackles at the Senior Bowl. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lotta because they're the number one sports book in America. It's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's actually even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Get this. Download the FanDuel app right now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You're going to get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown or who will score the last touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid instantly when you win. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your first no-sweat bet on Super Bowl 57. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Chad, who are the top defensive tackles in this class that we should keep an eye on? Yeah, I mean, I think you can kind of group them you know, into, into two areas. You've got the Byron Young out of Alabama, a little bit smaller, but really active guy, tough guy inside. Uh, Fedarian Mathis went second round last year mm-hmm. out of Alabama, sort of a similar player. But I think Young is uh, a little less stiff, actually, than Mathis. So I actually like him a little bit more. So if you're looking for a smaller three-tech kind of guy, um, he could be – and if you're looking for the, the big, long – powerful nose guys. You've got Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin. You've got Zach Pickens from South Carolina. They're in that third, fourth round area. If you, if you want to look at those guys. We, um, we should also mention there's two Byron Youngs on the American that's team. Right. That's there's right. Two, there's a Byron Young that's an Alabama defensive tackle. And there's a Byron Young who is a Tennessee edge rusher. Yep. So we're, we're talking about the Alabama defensive tackle here. That's right. And then uh, a, a couple of, you know, a guy that I've, I've liked, he, Nesta Jade Silvera is his name. He was at mm. Arizona State this year, but he came from Miami. And he was kind of got lost at Arizona State. Not much talk about him, but I he's really he's a shorter plugger in the middle, but he sometimes he can get off the ball really fast for his size. So I'm gonna be really interested to see him in one-on-ones in Mobile. And then the last guy from Bowling Green State, Carl Brooks. It's like a third or fourth round pick. He, not a lot of people know about him yet, but he's really a fantastic athlete. You can put him at a three. He he stood up at 300 pounds for Bowling Green all the time. You put that guy at three tech and get him into one gap, he can really do some damage. So there's there's some guys in Mobile to keep an eye on if they want to bolster that position. Uh, so I think one of the things that the Cowboys really need is either a pure nose tackle or a one technique that can – 
help stop the run? Are there is there? I know the Baylor kid decided to opt out. That's unfortunate yeah. because I think he could have had a really strong week at the Senior Bowl. But is there another defensive tackle that you think fits well in that second, third, fourth round range that's just really good at stopping the run? Yeah, I mean, I think Pickens has that ability. Um, he can he can drop his anchor if he if he works if he, that's his job. A lot of times in South Carolina, he was asked to like uh, penetrate into a gap and stuff like that. And if he's not asked to do that, if he's really asked, this, I think he can he can handle that responsibility. Um, Silvera is is has that potential uh, because he's low center of gravity kind of guy, and you gotta love that at the line of scrimmage, you get that low center of gravity. You stay right there. You're not moving. And so that's a guy that I would look for that. That's a guy in mobile that I would, I would be looking for, for that. Because you brought it up. I have to ask you about the running backs. (laughs) Cowboys are going to have a need for running back. It's fairly likely that one of Tony Pollard or Zeke Elliott's gotten this year. The guy that I have my eye on is Roshan Johnson, the backup running back Mm -hmm. at Texas. Like you want a freak athlete with great size. Who else should we be keeping an eye on this week? Well, I love Eric Gray, uh, who was at Oklahoma. Tennessee. And then he was at Tennessee, then he went to Oklahoma. And when he was at Tennessee, I'm like, is this guy Alvin Kamara's cousin or something? Because they do a lot of the same things. And and I think he's really going to be a talented uh, pro. I, I think he could, he's that dual threat not the fastest guy, but he's got enough quickness. He's got some shake to him, and he's going to power through tackles at the second level. So I really like him uh, as that mid-round uh, kind of guy. And Roshan, you know, I, I agree. He's he's a beast. He's gonna he's gonna blow through people, but he does have a little bit of wiggle to mm-hmm. find a little space. So when you combine that, I mean, the only reason he didn't run for a thousand yards, you know, didn't star this year he's got Bijan so I mean what what can you do but uh, it's not unusual for two running backs from the same school to go in the top 100 it's, it's happened before so I, I like I like him um, and Ty J Spears from Tulane is another guy who can do a little bit of everything uh, maybe not the fastest guy maybe not the quickest guy but he does it and he's tough between the tackles but he's got a little juice. He's got a little juice in space. So I, I, I like him too in the mid rounds. And I would also just mention Kenny McIntosh from Georgia. Yeah. I, I think he's a really efficient receiver. Can also break some tackles. Um, it, honestly, this is a good running back class. Like in all seriousness, this is a really good running back class. Uh, the top two guys are underclassmen, B. John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs. They're obviously not going to be at the senior bowl, but if you need a guy in the second, third, fourth round to, to help yeah. you out in some way, I think this is a good class. Yeah, and I think most teams have kind of figured out that you don't need to use a first and second round pick unless the guy is truly special uh, at that position because there are so many guys on day three that could come in and fill that role. And that's going to be, uh, again, the case this year. That's it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every day. Subscribe to the Locked on NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And on Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes, Locked on NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, go check out Chad on Twitter, at Chad underscore writer. Chad, when's your uh, next mock draft coming out? So the first mock draft comes out after the Super Bowl. Uh, three rounds, mm. um, several trades in the first round. So it's going to be uh, an interesting to check. Can, can you give us a hit what the Cowboys do at 26? Well, I'll just say that 
sometimes teams can't meet their top needs in the first round, um, especially if they don't trade up. And Dallas hasn't traded up since Mo Claiborne. So, so if they sit there, they're going to miss out on some of their top needs. And that's how I'll leave it. Uh, check out Chad's mock. They're always so well done. They're so in-depth. You're one of the only guys that does like a two- or three-round mock like this early in the process. I love reading about those guys in the you know day two of the draft. So please go check that out. You can follow the show at Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the Senior Bowl. Uh, we'll make sure we have Chad back on soon to, to talk about the draft because what else are we going to talk about for the next two or three months? That's right. Guys.